So these last uh, few weeks, we have been in this uh, series about practices, um, and I started off a few weeks ago with this idea of being connected to the vine, uh, being connected to Jesus, uh, knowing that all of our, our strength, our joy, what we need in order to show up in the world, it is when we are connected uh, to this, this great source, which is Jesus Christ. Uh, and then uh, Pastor Lisa led us into um, two uh, series on Scripture uh, and, and, and just the joy and the goodness of Scripture and how Scripture can be just so good to you. Uh, she, she went to Ezekiel and, and, and this passage where, where God takes the scroll and he, he, he tells Ezekiel to eat the scroll. Uh, and when Ezekiel ate the scroll, ate the words, it tastes like honey to his lips, honey to his tongue, and how sweet it was. And so today, as we continue this series of inner practices and growing closer to God, I want to talk to us um, about prayer. Prayer. Prayer is a, a good thing. <laughs> Sometimes it's difficult uh, to, to, to be in a place of prayer or to even uh, bring ourselves uh, to, to, to get into this place of prayer. Um, but I want to talk to us about what prayer really is, what it looks like, uh, and how we can meet God uh, in this place of prayer. And so for our time today, I want to draw our attention uh, to the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verses 5 through 13. And it reads, And whenever you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners, so that they may be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But whenever you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret. And your father who is in secret will reward you. When you are praying, do not keep up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. Pray then this way, and this is a prayer that's familiar to many of us, our father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And do not bring us to the time of trial, but rescue us from the evil one. Can you pray with me? Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on us. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on us. Speak, O oh God, for your servants are listening. 
Amen. Here at Southeast Raleigh Table, uh, we believe uh, in showing up, in showing up. Uh, and that means showing up with our whole selves, with all of us, all that we are. Um, and I want to extend to you that um, today is difficult for me. Um, this, this, these past few days have been very difficult for me, and I found myself in a very hard place. And I want to offer that to you and express that to you as we walk in, as I walk in, a principle that we dearly believe in, showing up. And that means that I, I can't come up here always happy or always full of joy, but understanding that I am a full person and that we are full people and that we experience things uh, that sometimes hurt uh, and you're not able to fully show up like you want to. But oh, by the grace of God, when we are honest with where we are and we, and we, and we, we stand in that and sit in that, somehow God does something that is beyond our imagination. And somehow God works with where you are and he does something when you sit with where you are. And so this morning I'm sitting with where I am. And I don't know where you may be in this moment. Full of joy, full of happiness, full of sadness, full of anger. Wherever you are, I pray that you show up fully and that you sit in it. And my prayer is that somehow God does something in this hour that meets us where we are in the moment. Amen? So here we find Jesus on the mountain preaching to the crowd surrounding him. But before he is on this mountain, preaching to those who are around him, he is first met by Satan in the wilderness. He is first in a wilderness moment where he has time to be by himself. He has time to be with God. And even in that, in that time of being in the wilderness and sitting with God, there's temptation. There are things that come up against him. But yet it is in a time of just sitting with God, a time in sitting with where he is, a time while being waited upon by the angels. And after this, he enters into ministry. It's fascinating to me that it's in the moment, it's right after the moment when he spends time with God, when he spends time alone, that he enters into ministry and does the work that he has to do. He calls his disciples and he preaches his first sermon, a great sermon, a long sermon at that. I mean, I can't imagine sitting on hard rocks and dirt for that long listening to Jesus saying what he had to say. But there was something beautiful in the words that he was saying that kept the people listening because I believe it was fueled by his time away in the wilderness. It was fueled by his time sitting 
with God. And I believe that that time in the wilderness was fueled, was, was, was covered in prayer. Jesus says, when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and talk with me. Pray with me. For a long time, I related spiritual inner practices to sustaining a relationship, sustaining any relationship, whether it's platonic or romantic. There are some things that you have to do in order to uh, create, sustain a healthy relationship. You got to get to know the person you're in relationship with. You cannot be in healthy relationship unless you know the person you are in relationship with. And, and, and we learn who God is through Scripture. We learn who, who, who God is through reading the Word of God. And Pastor Lisa spoke on this uh, uh, the last two weeks of, of sitting in Scripture. And we begin to learn the life of God. We begin to learn the story of God and, and how God moves and how God interacts with God's people and, and God's relationship with us and God's relationship with creation and then our relationship to God and our relationship to creation. We got to know the people we are in relationship with. We got to know the God we are in relationship but not only do we, we know God through scripture, but we, we come to know God through prayer. It, it is in sitting down with, with, with ourselves and with God in prayer that we begin to have the thoughts of God, that, that we come to understand the will of God and, and what God's desire and passion for the world is. And when we sit in prayer, God reveals to us things that we cannot imagine. And so communication is the other piece in sustaining a healthy relationship. And communication is a two-way street. It's where we talk a little, and we listen a little, and we listen with our entire heart. No relationship lasts without knowing each other, without communicating with each other, especially without communicating well with one another. We have to connect ourselves to God in this place of prayer. I mentioned to you that I was um, in a very difficult place right now, and, and this, was, this is a, a place that was similar to where I was in the fall, I, I found myself in a, a very depressed state um, where, where I could barely eat, um, where I could barely really do the things that I wanted to do in the world. And I, and I found myself a lot in prayer, even in moments when I just did not feel like talking to God, because there are moments when we don't feel like talking to God. And I found myself in this place of prayer, and somehow, someway, God filled me up to say, keep on going. You can make it. And in those places of prayer, I showed up completely with God. I was angry with God. 
And there are moments when I yelled at God. And there are moments when God patted me on the back and rubbed my heart. And he said, it's okay, son. Because I found that God, too, experienced some hard moments. And sometimes in prayer, it seems like we can't show up fully with God. That, that, that we can't allow God to see where we really are. Like God can't handle our anger. Like God can't handle our sadness or our grief. But the beautiful part is, is that the God of heaven, the God that sits high and looks low, has experienced and gone through every single thing we have and we are going through. And because of that, God knows. And God reassures us that I'm still good. It may not look like it right now, but I'm still good. And somehow God lifted me up. It says in Scripture, out of the miry clay. And God placed my feet upon a rock. God gave me beauty for ashes. This is what God did. And in the moments when I find myself sneaking back into the state of, of hard times, I'm reminded of what God has done for me. And sometimes we have to remind ourselves that God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. And it is in prayer when God reminds us of this. But can I also say that prayer isn't always easy? It's not. There are some moments when you don't want to talk to the person you're closest to because of where you are. Just like we teach ourselves that scripture is good, that scripture tastes good, and then we experience it for ourselves, and then we come to know that Scripture really is good. It's the same thing with prayer. Prayer is, is, is something that, that somehow is learned, uh, but it's not learned as a way of being uh, some masterpiece that, that, is, that, that is unbelievably difficult to learn. We can learn it. We can learn how to sit with God and talk with God. And we say, how do we talk with God? We talk with God just like I'm talking with you today. Not with, you know, strong uh, words that, that from the King James Version, oh, God of heaven and earth, oh, holy one. But God says, just talk with me. Let me know how you're doing. Let me know what I can do for you. Let me know how I can show up for those around you. Just talk with me. And we know that prayer can be learned because in, in Luke's uh, uh, gospel, the disciples are surrounding Jesus and they ask Jesus, Lord, teach us how to pray. Because they saw something in Jesus' prayer life. They saw that Jesus was doing something different and that, and that Jesus was getting up early in the morning and sitting with God. And, and as a result of that, 
Jesus was doing great work all around him. They asked him, Lord, teach us how to pray. And Christ follows with the Lord's prayer. We learn to talk with God. I'm reminded of David in the Psalms and how he just talked with God. I mean, wherever David was, David just talked with God. There are moments when David was just angry, but he said, yo, Lord, this is where I'm at. Take it or leave it. I'm just going to tell you where I'm at. There are moments when David was full of sadness. And David said, this is where I am, Lord. And the beautiful thing is David showed up in prayer with all of him. He said, Lord, search me. Know me, God. And some of us are afraid to be known. Because we have covered up for so long. We have blocked other people out for so long. God just wants for us to be known and to be known by him. And the beautiful part is that God knows us, but God wants you to know what he knows. (laughs) And it is in prayer that God slowly pull things back so that we can see what's in the center. We can see who we really are. And God in prayer shows up. God's full self shows up to be with you. And we should be hungry for God. I don't know about you, but there are moments when I just get so thirsty. So thirsty after doing a long day's work. So hungry after after going through this and this hurdle and this hurdle and this hurdle. And I'm just hungry. I'm just thirsty. And I just want to sit with God. And God says, just come. You who are hungry, you who are thirsty, you who are heavy laden, just Come, and I will give you rest. And it is in prayer that you will find this rest. So Jesus teaches us how to pray. And I wish I had time to really go through this Lord's Prayer. But I just want to highlight what Christ is doing a little in this Lord's Prayer. The church has picked on the tradition of uh, saying this prayer often, Uh, in community. And maybe Christ was saying, say this, this is what you need to say in prayer. But also, maybe God was giving us a template of how to pray or what prayer looks like. So Jesus teaches us how to pray. He says, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Christ here acknowledges that Christ is Father and Christ is holy. That Christ, that God is, 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 is relational and God is holy. That God is able to hear my cry as Father 
And God is able to do something about it. He says, your kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We ought to pray in this space to know the will of God. Thy will be done. Thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. God is saying, this is my will. My will is that my kingdom that I have set in heaven high would come here on earth. And scripture teaches us that we are co-laborers with God. And that we have a role in bringing this kingdom that is to come here on earth. And it is in prayer that God reveals this to us. Give us our daily bread. Meaning we need to pray like we believe it. God says, give us our daily bread. When you give your child their lunch, their sandwich, when they go to school, they don't eat that sandwich and put part of it into their pocket for the next day, do they? They eat that entire sandwich knowing that God will provide, that mama and daddy will provide a sandwich for the next day. When you see children walking up to this table to receive communion, they don't stow away bread for a little later. But they believe that next Sunday they're going to get this same good bread the next Sunday. And God, our Father, gives us this daily bread. And then he says, forgive us our debts as we also are forgiven. That we show up in prayer with humility. That we have some debts that we owe. That we have not been the perfect people. That we have fallen short. And people around us have also fallen short. And, and the beautiful part in this translation, it says, as we also have forgiven. Meaning we've already done it. We ought to come in prayer with humility. And do not bring us to the time of trial, but rescue us from the evil one. Realize our finite makeup. And pray that God will help us in this struggle. We tap into something special when we enter into this private space into this space with God, and God reveals to us who God really is. And God gives us what we need in the moment. As our prayer team, uh, not our prayer team, I guess we, as our worship team comes up, I want to challenge us in this next week to pray. And if you are not used to sitting with God for so long in prayer, I want to challenge you to sit with God for at least five minutes a day. And I want you to see how God will show up and meet you where you are. And that five minutes can look like the first two minutes of you just sitting still and listening. And asking God, what should I pray for? 
Because prayer is, like I said, communication. And then for the next three minutes, just talk with God. And as you move forward, every two weeks, challenge yourself to add five more minutes on to those five minutes. And practice this discipline. And see how God can show up for you. And we realize that prayer isn't just a private moment. But that God somehow shows up in prayer outside of the private moment in the public. Mother Teresa, she has this saying related to, when I wake up in the morning, I say, dear God. When I go to bed at night, I say amen. Mother Teresa had this notion that my life is a prayer. That I am meeting angels along the way. That I am being the answer to someone's prayer along the way. That I acknowledge the divine around me. That I acknowledge that I am always on holy ground. So I encourage you to pray without ceasing. That your prayer will not end in that private moment of five minutes or ten minutes or an hour. That it will show up as you navigate life, as you exist in the world. That you know that God is always listening to you. That even when it's not vocal, God is even listening to your heart and to your mind and to the your deepest thoughts. So as we pray in private, we come and we pray in public. And we pray together knowing that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or even think that God is able to show up and meet us where we are. And so as a church, as we have sought God individually, as we have sought to know God and to allow God to know us as a church, I want us to join together in prayer. And we're going to together pray the Lord's Prayer. And for those of you who may not know the Lord's Prayer in full, it will be on the screen, but I want us to ground ourselves To realize that we are in community together and God shows up. And we pray as our Lord and Savior taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Let us believe it. And let us believe that God answers prayer, and that God will show up. And as we prepare to give our offering, let us believe that this offering 
is being used for the kingdom of God on this side of heaven. And as we put those offerings into the basket that we will pray, God, thy will be done on this side of heaven. May it be so. In Jesus' name, amen.